Hello, story lovers. This is Laurel McCarg, and I know you know you're listening to Alligator Preserves. This is a very special podcast episode because it's going to be my first bonus episode for my Patreon supporters of $3 per month or more. The reason I decided to do this was because a friend of mine, Stephanie R. Sorensen, you might have heard in an interview I did with her earlier, she's a local author and a friend of mine, suggested that I write one short story per month. And the idea both frightened and excited me because I wasn't sure if I would be able to keep up with that type of schedule in addition to working on my other novels and and bringing more regular podcasts to you. But I decided that that would be a great reward both for you to get something that no one else would hear and for me as as an inspiration to keep my writing varied and work on a different genre, short stories. So right now, only you patrons of $3 per month or more will get these short stories, one per month, which I'm going to write one per month and present to you. And my, my goal then would be at the end of 12 months worth, maybe, or depending on how short my stories are, maybe more, would be to compile the short stories in writing and and produce a book from them. And of course, acknowledge you, my sponsors, as encouragers and supporters of this work. And then I guess I would also slap together an audiobook of of my complete short stories. So you and any other patrons you might get to help support this will benefit once I complete them all, and hopefully you will enjoy my monthly installations as we go. This very first short story, which I wrote just a few weeks ago, was inspired by another pun. My husband was talking about something or other, and action was taken, but to no avail. And our son Nick was home at the time again, and as soon as he heard my husband say that, he said, who's Noah Vale? I, of course, immediately wrote that down to Noah Vale as a potential short story or book title idea. And I actually have a a longer story that I'm going to write in the same feel as my novella, The Hare, H-A-R-E, Raising Truth, because I like that creepy, kind of creepy feel. The Hair Raising Truth is a novella that combines a Rod Serling Twilight Zone feel with Grimm's fairy tales and a teenage boy fantasy. You might want to read that if you haven't yet. I'm hoping that Nick might record that for me as well as an audiobook. I think it needs a, a male voice to record, and I think he could do a Rod Serling imitation pretty well. Anyway, this is a much shorter version of the longer story I will write from a different perspective. And uh, I decided to take the uh, first-person approach on this one. And the story is called, Okay, Cupid. Here goes my first-ever narration of, of fiction. I can't believe it's been almost two months since the perky little ping on my cell phone told me I had a match nearby. I knew he was the kind of man I was searching for from the second I saw his photo. 
Something in his eyes told me Noah would more than fulfill my expectations. He looked eager, strong, confident. The type of guy a middle school librarian could only dream of snatching. After I swiped right, I requested snail mail correspondence for a few weeks before agreeing to a personal meeting. I suppose I'm a bit of a romantic in that respect, and after all, I do have standards beyond the mere physical. If he couldn't string two sentences together, well, that would be an indicator of sorts. His handwriting would give me a glimpse into his personality, and the fact that he'd write any kind of letter at all would tell me if he was serious enough about getting to know more about me before meeting me in the flesh. His first letter was sweet. To my lovely Lily, it began. A good start. Counting the days until my dreams of you become reality. Yes, he knew how to make a new girlfriend feel desired. I hoped he didn't have a ghostwriter by his side. I've seen too many movies to know how those matches end. Subsequent letters, which arrived almost daily, told me more about him than he probably realized. He was searching for the one to complete him, he said in nearly every letter, and just before we met, he included lines from the Billy Withers song, Just the Two of Us. Good things might come to those who wait, not for those who wait too late. It's funny how many songs I'd sung in the past without really thinking about the lyrics. Anyway, the day finally came, and our first encounter was awkward. How could it not have been with the build-up I'd insisted upon? But I trusted my initial impressions of him. After the first whining and dining, he was anxious to see me again, and I didn't complain. I also didn't invite him back to my house. Not yet. Not for a while, I decided. Maybe I'm old-fashioned that way, too, but if he was truly the man I suspected he was, he'd respect my wishes. For a little while, anyway. Oh, my God, he's so handsome. Ruth practically drooled on my phone when I finally showed her his photo. When were you planning to share him with us? I have two really close girlfriends, and I'm pretty sure neither of them thought I had what it would take to lure a guy like Noah. This Saturday, maybe? I think he'll be okay with a little meet and greet. How about the steakhouse at seven? I suggested. I'll tell Mary. If she has plans, she'll change them for this hunk of meat. She grabbed the phone from me and ogled him again before looking at me knowingly. We laughed. Ruth and Mary were on a well-deserved break from the dating game. I've been lucky to have such supportive friends. You can always trust your girlfriends, you know. The dinner date was really fun, and Noah tolerated a lot of ribbing from the trio of girls surrounding him at the table. He wrapped an arm around me frequently throughout the evening, as if to let everyone know I was his. It was just what I'd expect from him in public, and I let him follow me home for the first time. 
it didn't take long before Noah's behavior exceeded my expectations. I'd say it was just a few weeks after our steakhouse dinner. I'm getting a little tired of your friends, he said, holding me so tightly that I caught my breath. Let's stay in again tonight, just the two of us. Our evening rituals had become mundane quickly. Dinner and drinks and binge-watching Netflix until I coaxed him out the door. No more letters. No more attempts to make me feel special aside from his grasp around me. Ruth and Mary had left messages of complaint after I'd canceled on them time and time again, but I knew that understand. Of course that understand. One night, after an episode of Stranger Things, Noah asked, Have you put on a few pounds since we've been together? He pinched a little flesh on my belly and chuckled. Is that why we haven't done it yet? Because it doesn't really bother me, you know. Ouch! I pushed his hand away, but he found other places to pinch. He was so handsome. So fit. So predictable. It was a pattern I'd seen in the movies. A pattern I'd experienced before, too. Maybe tomorrow night, I told him. Come on over early and maybe we'll skip dinner. I didn't need to wait any longer, really. I drew his mouth to mine and devoured his kiss. Damn, he was a good kisser. Now get out of here. I'm opening in the morning. And maybe you'll fix up your hair before I show up, put on a little makeup? He pinched my cheek hard and left. Yeah, it was a pattern I'd seen before. The only difference this time was that he was so damned handsome. The next night, I made myself up like the prom queens in all those teen movies. I surprised myself, even. I looked pretty hot but he didn't seem to notice. I handed him a jack on ice with a special twist, and he downed it in one gulp. Now we're talking, he leered at me. Give it to me, baby. He did a horrible Rick James impression before grabbing me roughly and biting my neck. I felt a little blood trickle down my back and flinched. Patience, big guy. I pushed him off of me. I have a surprise for you, but have another first. I poured him another stiff one, and he polished it off like a pro. I haven't shown you my special room yet. I sashayed over to a door and leaned against it as seductively as I could, like I'd seen the girls do on TV. He pinned me against it, and I felt him sag just a bit. I pushed him gently away from me and opened the door. You head down first. Trust me, you won't be sorry, baby. I stole another juicy kiss before stepping aside. He stepped through the door and started down the stairs, unsteady on his feet, as I drew the knife from my stocking. The other two, far back in the basement crawlspace, hadn't been so handsome. This one almost made me feel sad 
but I knew my girlfriends would understand and they'd be happy to have me back again before our next round of dating. It's a noble thing we're doing, weeding out the creeps, but it can wear on a girl. I do hope to find true love someday. We all do. But until we find our perfect matches, the three of us are in this game together. You can always trust your girlfriends, you know, and we're not stupid, Cupid. That ends my little short story. (laughs) I would love to hear what you think about it, what you thought about it. Hope maybe the ending surprised you a little bit. I'm working on my first-person perspective as I work on my third book in the Water White Trilogy. And uh, and I, I hope my voice in it is convincing. So I do want to thank you again. And I hope you will look forward to your bonus short story in April. I'll be getting to work on that one soon. Uh, hopefully I'll maybe write more than one month so I can have a bank of them and maybe throw in an extra bonus now and then. But uh, thank you all so much again for believing in me and supporting me and and please please share my work with your friends let them know i'm still looking for more supporters and i would love any kind of feedback you'd like to give to me oh plus you guys are supposed to be getting a bonus episode in addition to this one in which i answer your questions so i haven't had anyone ask me any questions yet this month so you might not get a bonus question answer this time, but maybe think of some questions for next month, okay? And they can be about anything. You might be surprised at some of the answers. Until our next episode, keep alligator preserves in mind and enjoy the rest of your month. Bye.